Hello, my friends. Welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the 24th day of March, and we are in the story where the story turns in Mark chapter 5 from the woman with the issue of blood being healed back to Jairus. If you'll recall, Jairus is what got this whole thing started in verse 21 when Jesus gets off the boat and one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, comes to him and says, hey, my little daughter's dying. Would you come and heal her? Jesus has been on his way to Jairus's house when in the, in the middle of the story, a woman presses through the crowd, reaches out and touches the hem of Jesus' garment. She's healed. He stops and turns and has a brief conversation with her in which as she sort of empties her soul, he then gives her absolution. You have to imagine that Jairus is getting a little agitated. He was He's a dad who had enough concern of his daughter to go find Jesus. He's a ruler of the synagogue, which just simply means he's sort of the pastor over the local synagogue. So he's probably got some pretty strong opinions about Jesus one way or the other. He's impressed enough with him that when it comes time, he has no recourse. He has no, nothing left to do offer his daughter, so he goes to get Jesus. Time is of the essence. She's sick. She's dying. He's. I can imagine him almost dragging Jesus through the streets, only to be stopped by the woman with the issue of blood, a woman that he probably knows about, a woman who for 12 years has suffered many things and many physicians, has not grown better, has only grown worse. She's probably used her wealth to try and pay for every cure, her bleeding disorder has been going on the same number of years that his daughter's been alive. And the spiritual connections um, could be that she represents exactly the end of rebirth, uh, that she cannot reproduce, and that the last generation is dying at Jairus's house. I don't mean that it's like an archetype of the whole world, but in that particular setting, it seems to be some sort of connection. And here they are connected again with Jairus, no doubt, you know, sort of bouncing. I can just kind of see him in my mind's eyes, sort of bouncing up and down, like, come on, come on, come on. Why are we stopping for this woman? Why do you have to have such a long conversation with her? I think that comes through in verse 35. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher? any further. And you got to imagine that the thought process there is, okay, this, this touching the woman with the, with the bleeding issue, this cost me my daughter. Because if we hadn't stopped for him to look around and say who touched me, for him to have a conversation with her, if we could have dispensed of all of this, we probably would have been home by now. She probably would have been healed by now. Jesus As soon as he hears, hey, don't vex the master any further. As soon as he heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. Without Jairus even saying anything, Jesus responds the way he knows Jairus is feeling. Jairus is a dad who has left his dying daughter at home. He missed his daughter's final words. Because he was out there trying to find healing for her. That healing in his world was, Jesus needs to come to my house. Jesus needs to come to my house. And on the way there, Jesus is stopped by a woman who is healed simply by touching his garment. And two things, I think, 
are happening. One, Jairus has got to be agitated that his chance has been missed because someone else jumped in the way. And number two, it seems as if the Holy Spirit is sending a message to Jairus and all of us that wherever your faith ends, I'll meet you there. Jairus, you need me to come all the way to your house, so that's where I'm going. The woman with the issue of blood just needed to touch my garment, and that's what she got. And I wonder if Jesus pauses when he says to Jairus and says, don't be afraid, only believe. I wonder if there's a look in his eye like, did you see what just happened with this woman with the issue of blood? I didn't go to her house. She just touched the hem of my garment. She got everything she needed. The real her was exposed to the truth by faith. That Jesus met her at the end of her faith. Jairus, you seem to be at the end of yours. And the end of your faith was that I'll come to your house if that's what's needed. Now you're freaked out that I haven't made it to your house on time. Don't be afraid. Only believe. I wonder, Mark five thirty six, where Jesus says, do not be afraid. Only believe. I wonder if this is the most relevant thing Jesus ever said while he was on the earth. I wrote that in the margin of my Bible years ago, something along the lines of, did Jesus ever say anything more relevant than Mark 5.36? Let me try to explain what I mean. Do not be afraid, only believe. I'm not sure you can come up with a better theology than do not be afraid, only believe. Because if you take the rest of the Bible... The rest of the New Testament and all the stuff you're going to learn in New Testament theology. Perfect love casts out fear. So if I knew I was perfectly loved, I could cease with the fear. There's do not be afraid. Do not be afraid could sound something like, I love you, receive my love for you. Only believe. Don't try to work for it. Don't try to earn it. It's not merit. It's not circumcision. It's not natural priesthoods. It's not the temple. It's not sacrifices. If it's of works, it's of debt. If it's of debt, it's law. Otherwise, it's grace. It's the goodness of God. How do you receive it? Activated by faith. By grace through faith we are saved. This not of ourselves. It is a gift of God. Put those two together. Do not be afraid. Only believe. Do not be afraid. You are loved. Do not be afraid. Perfect love casts out fear. Only believe. Don't work for it. Just believe for it. I don't know if there's anything more relevant that ever comes out of Jesus' mouth, and that's saying something. He says a lot of relevant things, but think about it. Jairus, don't be afraid. Only believe. I say to you, whatever your situation today, don't be afraid. Only believe. Is there more theological depth to it than those statements? Of course. Don't be afraid. You're loved. Don't be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. Only believe. Don't try to work for it. Don't try to earn it. Just receive it. From there, he's going to go into the house. We're going to read about that tomorrow. We're also going to introduce to you the sermon you can look for on Sunday. This is something special, something unique I'm excited about. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.